0: This is the Gordon Damer Show.
1: How about the Knicks last night? 139 to 122 because the Knicks had Jalen Brunson. Between the legs, step back, three pointer. 50 points! 50 points for Jalen Brunson, the first Knicks point guard ever to do
2: that
3: quite a performance i mean i was just playing the ball went in tonight that's
4: his franchise so hall of fame player by the end of his career the way he playing up there
1: it's one of the best if not the best free agent signing any team in this town has made in a very long time
0: this is the gordon damer show on 98.7 ESPN.
1: Think that Don LaGreca despises Pat O'Keefe because Pat O'Keefe got the 50-point game last night and Don uh, some areas wishes that he had gotten to call the 50-point game.
3: Well, how dare you, Gordon?
1: I'm just asking a question. It's it's not an in, I'm not saying it now. If I came on here and said I know for a fact Don LaGreca hates Pat that would be an indictment. I'm just asking a Ooh! question.
3: Yeah, are you trying to start beef between no, the hosts here? No, not
1: at all. Why? There has to be a natural thing. Like, ah, darn it, he got to call that guy. I wish I could have got to
3: call that We're guy. bringing up one of the great performances of recent Nick's history. Yeah. And you make it about Don LaGreca and Pat O'Keefe.
1: I'm just wondering. It's not any fault of Pat O'Keefe or Don LaGreca. I'm just wondering if it were you. If if you got to, Harvey Cruz got to call Nick games and then all of a sudden you were doing something else, You're calling Rangers, whatever, and Joe Leo got to fill in, And the night that Joe Leo got to fill in, he got this unbelievable game with somebody scoring 50 points. Wouldn't there be just a little? I'm not saying a lot. I'm not saying he's going to attack him. I'm just saying, would there be a little bit of, darn it, I wish I would have gotten that game.
3: No, I just think that conventional wisdom would say that at the rate players are scoring now, eventually I'll say, I'll call one.
1: Interesting. He's a con man. you're diminishing the impact of Jalen Brunson's 50-point game. Wow. You're, See, you're just, saying just saying it's a whole lot. You, you hear this, what? Nick fans? Unbelievable. Listen to, listen, to your, listen to somebody who hates your organization.
3: Listen to Gordon. You know what, guys? Call in. Make them apologize again, please.
1: I, I'm, I'm done with my apologies. I, I, oh, it got wow. proven that it doesn't, it doesn't do any good. You apologize, and people still don't accept the apology. So then, then you have like neutered yourself publicly for the, the, for the enjoyment of others, and they don't even accept it anyway. Those guys amaze me. Steve is in Jersey. Steve, what's going on, my man?
4: Hey, Gordon. I just want to say what I learned on TikTok, definitely top three segments on ESPN. Uh, now,
1: I have to ask, it, what are the other two segments that are better than what I learned on TikTok? Well,
4: you got to say, did it happen in Florida? hmm And uh, I, I used to like Stump Dave uh, Rothenberg, but everybody seems to think that uh, that. That's not true. God, I, you're I, I, wrong. It, Interesting. You, you're, you guys are the ones who always say he's looking stuff up. But me, I don't. I say, Steve, don't drag
1: me into this. I, am just, I just took the call. That is I got, incorrect. Somebody said that somebody wanted to compliment me. I wanted, I wanted to go to the call right away. Uh, thank you for the call, no, Steve. I'm
4: just saying, I'm just saying, what I learned on TikTok is definitely right behind. Did it happen in Florida? See it's number two is what I, you're saying. I, I, I think it's a great, great segment. That's I all I wanted to say. It.
1: All right, Steve. I appreciate that. So Steve said – Use
3: the too. Google.
1: Now, see, for me, when he calls up, he wants to give you flowers. He says, oh, I love this. It's top three.
3: Yeah, he was hesitant. He tipped it, out around it.
1: That's kind of like
2: your apology to the Giant fans.
1: My ap- apology was completely heartfelt. I gave it everything that I possibly could. What more could I do? I even asked you when I gave it, is there something more I can do? And you said no.
3: Here's what you should do. By the end of today, make yourself a chicken cutlet sandwich and put it on TikTok, and everybody will, will see it.
2: I would love a chicken cutlet I don't know how to go about that. See, I think that would be more... I feel yeah, like that would be viewed cutlets, as passive-aggressive. I think that would be more offensive than your apology if you went on and, and just milked the Tommy DeVito Tommy cutlets on TikTok just yeah. for attention. I, buy I,
3: buy
1: yeah, his jersey. That's not me. I don't do things just for attention. Hello? <laughs> All right, let's uh, go to the uh, the old music, the old NFL music. Let's do it. We are on a heater, people. Nine and three over the last month. Do we have some rough times? Sure. Who hasn't? But it's about digging down deep, deep within your gut and finding out who's going to win these games, who's going to lose these games. All right. And these picks could be a little controversial. And by the way, uh, what I learned on TikTok, we moved it to eleven fifteen because people have to, somehow people still want to talk about the Jets. I don't know how. Let's start off game one, game of the weekend: Cowboys at the Bills. Bills minus a point and a half. How many ten-win teams are underdogs in December? I don't feel like that's happened very often. Mid-December, a ten-win team, even on the road. Well, here's the thing. The Cowboys on the road. Not been the same team this year. Right? Got smoked by the Niners. All their good performances have come at home. Even lost on the road to the, to the Arizona Cardinals. And I don't know. I just feel like coming off that performance a week ago, there's going to be a little bit of a letdown. And here's the thing. The Buffalo Bills are the team to beat in the AFC. Let me say it again. The Buffalo Bills are the team to beat in the AFC. I don't care. They're not going to be the one seed. They're not going to be the two seed. Maybe they don't even win the division, although they probably will because the Dolphins will collapse. Buffalo is going on a run. They are not losing again in the regular season. Let me put that out there again. Right now, Omar is spinning like a top. Buffalo is not losing again in the regular season. It's like Rocky said, I'm not going down again. He's not knocking me down again. That's it and that's all. Give me the Bills. Minus a point now. That's game number one. We got some Saturday football, people. Didn't you hear? We do. I'm pulling up my FanDuel app as we speak. A lot of research goes into these picks. It's not always written down. Game number two. Coming up 1 o'clock this afternoon. Vikings on the road against the Bengals. Vikings getting... Three points. What's three and a half? Why did it become three? Darn it. The Vikings' defense is for real. I'm still not convinced. That I think what the Bengals have done since the loss of Joe Burrow is uh, admirable. They've stayed in contention. They're still in contention. I think this is the week that it finally shows up. Their offensive line is not very good. I still don't know about the quarterback long term. I think that this is the win- This is the week that uh, the Vikings kind of expose it. Give me the Vikings plus the three points. Game number three. Also, later on this evening, a little Saturday night act. Ooh, I love a little Saturday night football. It's not like Saturday night fever. It's a little different. That's Saturday night fever. Somebody brought this up during the week. That's a dark movie. That is a dark, dark movie. Everybody's always like, oh, dancing. It's fun. No, no. Stay tuned for the real depression at the end. Uh, okay, Broncos, Lions. Broncos plus four and a half on the row Well, the Broncos what they have done has been absolutely incredible I was wrong on the Lions last week but you know me I don't learn my lesson give me Detroit minus the four and a half at home we do three picks every single week right that's what we do not all the time not this week no no pick number four oh. Giants at the Saints Giants plus six? Is it still six? No, it's five and a half. Darn it! Shouldn't have looked at this stupid Fanduel app. No, no, Fanduel's fantastic. App's easy to use. You can bet everything. Promo code Gordon. Giants at the Saints. This is not so much that I'm a believer in the Giants, although I did apologize earlier. Who are the Saints? Honestly, who are the Saints to be giving almost a touchdown now? Five and a half. Hopefully, it goes back up to six. But five and a half to anyone. They're not very good. And the Giants have thrived on the turnovers. They've gotten 12 in three games. I don't know that that can continue. But think about how much we've talked about the Jets this year. And all the different points brought up about the Jets. About Aaron Rodgers. About Zach Wilson. About the coach. About the GM. About the offense. All the different things that have gotten brought up about the Jets. And as I say all the time, we take a lot of calls on these shows. Not all the calls are golden. There's a lot of ridiculous points that have been brought up. I don't think a single person anywhere has said, "You know what? In hindsight, the Jets should have went and gotten Derek Carr." Not a single person has brought. You know why? Because it's obvious they should. That was they, they nailed that part of it. That part of the event. If the Saints could get out of that contract, man, they would. And I just think this Giants defense against Derek Carr, a team that struggles to score in the red zone, Giants will keep it close. Give me the Giants plus the five and a half. Four games, that's more than enough, right? That'll keep you busy the whole weekend, right? Game number five. You know where I'm going, people. You know what I'm doing, people. Jets, Dolphins, Miami. I got in when the when the Jets were getting, uh, was it 12 and a half? Let me see. Uh, I have to log in. I can't do it right now. I think they were originally 12 and a half. It went down to nine and a half. Now it's eight and a half. The Jets are going to win this game. They're going to win this game outright. I would say we don't do it on the money line. Jets right now on the money line are plus 330. So, if you if you threw $10 on the Jets, you'd end up winding up uh, with 33 bucks. See that? I figured out that math all in my head right on the air. The Jets are winning this game. Dolphins are banged up. Dolphins are looking ahead to the to the end of the season. They got the hard knocks com- cameras there. The quarterback is a complete mess. The offensive line is in tatters. The the MVP of the league is might not even play. They're losing this guy. They're losing that guy. And the Dolphins are losing to the Jets because God will never allow me to be happy. Dan Marino has ruined more lives than anyone on any team. Ruined lives of people that root for the team. Not very often you can say that about an NFL Hall of Famer, but that's true. He has r- more people are fans of the Dolphins because Dan Marino and the team has never come close to winning with him, without him. Disgrace. But give me the Jets plus the eight and a half.
2: Veto. It's not happening. What? Not happening. Not happening.
1: Why? Why? Why?
2: You're not trusting Zach Wilson. with. I this. am.
1: I Look, you, you talked me out of it last week. Not I again. wanted to take
2: the Jets last week, and you did not allow. Is that true or not true? That's true. But I also did it when they were in Buffalo, and I was right. So if I'm vetoing, my veto power against Zach Wilson is 500, which is a lot better than your picks right now.
1: Not, not a lot better. We're, we're four, three games under 500. I mean, that's pretty close to 500. But here's the thing. You have saved your veto. Very good, very good chance of your veto. But I veto your veto. I have a veto as well. So two vetoes cancel each other out. What the
4: hell's going on out here?
1: Give me the Jets plus eight and a half, your NFL week 15 picks on The Gordon Dammer Show. 1 800 919. ESPN is the telephone number coming up. We now know. Who's going to win this weekend? Coming up next, we'll learn what I learned this week on TikTok. It's the Gordon Damer Show. It's a fantastic segment. The callers even say it's only here on 98.7 FM ESPN New York.
0: Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. It's impossible. I'm just getting warmed up. Full of hijinks. And look, I'm not your friend, so I'm not your friend, I'm your enemy. And educational.
1: You sound like you're a moron.
0: It's what I learned on TikTok, starring Gordon Damer.
1: Yes. Apparently, one of the top three segments uh, on the station. Little insult.
2: You made the podium. Yeah, I,
1: I guess. What are the other segments on the station? (laughs) They're not doing Dead or Alive anymore, right?
2: No, I think that's dead.
1: It's dead. What did it beat? Audio files?
2: Audio files, mailbag, uh, Would You Wednesday? Would You Wednesday, that's true. That's still,
1: all right. The point is, even people working on the station can only come up with six segments that we do on the station. But this is, my friends, what I learned on TikTok this week. I, as a now a 53-year-old man, spend way too much time on that TikTok app. It's because I learn interesting, but yet completely useless information. And I share it with you through this segment, how it works. Joe, Harvey, they get to be in the, uh, the spotlight. I will give them four pieces of information, one of which is true. And something that I learned this week on TikTok. And they have to figure out what's true and what's just some demented... Lie that I've just made up on my own. Some weeks they do very well, and it's suspicious. Some weeks, most weeks, they don't. So let's have some fun, shall we, guys? Who's batting leadoff today?
4: Don't all rush to
1: the front at uh, at the same time. I'll go first here. All right, I'm gonna say show's over at noon, guys. If you could pick. Uh, All right, here we go. Harvey, number one. Natalie Portman's dad. The actress Natalie Portman. Her dad was instrumental in getting Pluto downgraded to no longer being classified as a planet. Number two, according to Realtor.com, if Sesame Street was a real street, given that it's inspired by Manhattan, Oscar the Grouch's garbage can would sell for $600,000 in the current market. Number three, Adam Sandler is currently working on his own clothing line that will be unveiled in 2024. The brand is called Schlubb. Or number four, Phil Collins, the singer, wrote a book about the Alamo.
3: My. Mm. It is out there. Um, it is out there. God, any of these could be right. I'm going to go with uh, Natalie Portman.
1: Natalie Portman. Start right at the top. Right at all the right. top. Lock it in. No, that's not true. No. at <laughs> all. I don't know what Natalie Portman's dad does. I don't know. Just a lot. Natalie Portman's dad. I just started there and worked from there. No, that's not true. I think scientists. I don't think their dad's. A, I don't know what her dad does, but no, he had nothing to do with Pluto. Don't blame him. All right. So now you're down to uh, three. Realtor.com. If Sesame Street was real, given that it's inspired by Manhattan, according to Realtor.com, Oscar the Grouch's garbage can would sell for 600K in the current market. Uh, Adam Sandler currently working on his own clothing line will be called schlub or number three now singer phil collins wrote a book about the alamo
3: hmm you know what give me the schlub the schlub Schlub. adam
1: sandler yes lock it in there you go it's locked in Ah, it's made up too
4: that is incorrect
1: you can see him wearing clay he kind of dresses a little bit like a schlub why wouldn't you you're a millionaire everybody loves you He's a good celebrity to be. Like some celebrities, they're polarizing. He's not one of them. Him, Dave Grohl, is something that are just everybody loves. So now you're down to two. You got Sesame Street, Oscar the Grouch's garbage can would go for six hundred thousand, or Phil Collins wrote a book about the Alamo.
3: Give me the Alamo.
1: Lock it in. Yes, that is actually correct. Yeah, Phil Collins is a huge uh, fan of the Alamo. He wrote a book about the Alamo. Who knew? He the, the book was such a success, he became like an honorary Texan. I found that shocking. Is that what
2: all is you have Phil to What Phil Collins
1: do? do in his free time? He writes books about the Alamo. All right, Joe, you're next up. Nothing? Nothing for me? All right. Joe, uh, how are you feeling? You all right? You doing good? Doing well, doing You're well. You're handling all these Zach Wilson truthers all right there? Not really. Alright. Here you go. Number one, the song Everybody Have Fun Tonight, Everybody Wang Chung Tonight by Wang Chung was actually a cover song. Number two, the human population would only last six to seven months if bees went extinct. Number three, Garth Brooks once made over four million dollars repeatedly singing the song Friends in Low Places on a private event for a hedge fund manager who kept requesting to hear it again and paying eat, paying more each time that he played it. Or number four, Macaulay Culkin is a classically trained ballet dancer.
2: A little bit of Christmas spirit with that last one there. Yeah, sure, why not? Throw it in there. Uh... I look in uh, the the human population needing bees to exist. All right. Well, we do need them to exist, but no, it'd
1: be about four years. We would we would do okay for a while without bees, but eventually it would uh, cause chaos. Not six to seven months. So cross that. Line. So now you're down to everybody have fun tonight. Everybody Wang Chung tonight by Wang Chung was a cover song. Number two, now, Garth Brooks made over $4 million by repeatedly singing the song Friends in Low Places for a hedge fund manager who just kept paying more to hear the song over and over and over again. Or number three, Macaulay Culkin is a classically trained ballet dancer.
2: I'm going to go with Macaulay Culkin knowing ballet. All right. Lock it in. Lock it in.
1: Yes, that is actually correct. I found that shocking. Maybe not as shocking as uh, Phil Collins' love of the Alamo, but still, it's up there. All right, very nice job, Joe. Uh, All right, so now we're down to the final one. This time you guys can team up, and we reverse it. There is one lie in this, and there are three truths. And I feel like we started with a very fun start. Sometimes it it turns, and we'll see if that's uh, the case here. Number one, the guy famous for holding up the John 316 signs at sporting events in the 70s, The reason you haven't seen him recently is because he is serving a life sentence for kidnapping. Number two, until the 1960s, you could gain free admission to zoos in Great Britain by bringing a cat or dog to be fed to the animals. Number three, all Major League umpires are required to wear black underwear in case their pants split open. Or number four, most iguanas can hold their breath underwater for a half hour.
3: This is some of your... uh, I don't know what to describe this one. uh, I'm going to go with the last one, just out of... uh, The iguanas. Yes.
1: All right.
2: Joe? You said it would be dark. I didn't think you would go this dark. Uh, Uh I will also... Jump off the cliff with Harvey with the iguanas holding their you breath.
1: You're locking the iguanas. No, that's actually true. The iguan- iguanas can actually hold their breaths for a very long period. Of time. Most can uh, do it for uh, almost a half hour. So, Sorry, guys. You're not going to get the easy pass there. You're going to have great. to face down your worst fears here.
3: You might, you might be arrested by association because of this.
1: You never know. Weirder things have happened. Again, recapping the three that are still remaining. You're looking for the lie here. You're looking for what's not true. The guy famous for holding up the John 316 sign at sporting events in the 70s. The reason you've not seen him recently is he is currently serving a life sentence for kidnapping. Number two, until the 1960s, you could gain free admission to the zoo in Great Britain by bringing a cat or dog to be fed to the animals. Or number three, all Major League umpires are required to wear black underwear in case they split their pants
2: Give me the uh, umpires having all an right. underwear policy. Uh,
1: try to, try to, try to evade, avoid it at all costs. Um, you don't want it to be true.
3: You know, I'm going to go there. Give me the kidnapping one.
1: All right. Lock it in. No, those are both true as well. No, the, the made-up one was you could <laughs> you could bring a cat or dog. You're out of order. <laughs> Uh, that now that was actually true at one point. It was not in the 1960s. It was like in the 1800s, and back then there, there were no rules. There were
3: no rules. Well, I'm glad you find this so humorous. My
1: oh friend. my god! Can you imagine? Hey, uh, you know what? Bring Fluffy to the zoo. We're gonna get, I don't feel like paying for the zoo today. That is rough. Well, what? look, those animals got to eat too. It's a food. It's the food chain, right?
2: I mean, all things considered, if the if the cat or dog is at the end of the life, what's the? Wow,
1: that's a terrible way to go.
2: <laughs> what's the difference? <laughs> what's the difference? Hey, it's here's free. The, here's the lions. Go. It's free. You don't got to pay to
1: to put the dog or cat Boy, down. look do, Harvey, do you hear this? You see, uh, like.
3: We gotta get out of this segment quickly.
1: That, my friends, is what I've learned on TikTok this week, and now because of this segment, you have learned it too.
0: Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN.
1: The fastest three hours in radio. It is the Gordon Damer Show. It's 98.7 FM ESPN New York. It is that time, people. I don't know that we have an established time for polar opposite of power rankings, but they're right now. Each week, every show, everywhere, tries to figure out who's the best in the NFL. They have their power rankings, right? Who's number one? Who's number two? How would I know? I sit and watch the Jets and Giants every week. So on this show, we do the opposite. And we try to figure out who's the worst. And we do so with the polar opposite of power rankings, otherwise known as the poop rankings. We count them down every week, the five worst teams in the NFL. And we start, we do it Casey Kasem style, counting down number one. Keep your feet on the ground and keep rubbing your eyes watching these games. Number five, we'll start it out. They were in this story this week, and they belong to be in the polar opposite of power rankings. They are the L.A. Chargers. Yeah, I mean, think about the last three years for the Chargers. Since they moved, they lost basically a play-in game to the Raiders, a division rival, so they miss out on the playoffs then. The following year, they make the playoffs. All right, great, progress. They blow a 27-0 lead to the Jaguars and lose... And for su- against all odds, they keep the coach. Well, next year it'll be better. No, it won't. This was a fiasco. And let's be honest. The Chargers might very well be the most meaningless NFL team. At least they had an identity when they were in San Diego. Once they moved to L.A., they ruined their fan base. They're a team nobody cares about in a city that could not possibly care less about them. And I saw a headline that the owner, Dean Spanos, who, if we do, when we do a polar opposite of power rankings for NFL owners, Dean Spanos will be on that list. I saw a headline, Dean Spanos reveals the reason for firing Brandon Staley. Oh, gee, I wonder what it could be. That's a real conundrum. When they hired Staley in that hiring cycle, Dan Campbell and Nick Sirianni got hired. And I didn't realize this, Shane uh, Strykin, the, the guy that's with the Colts that was with the Eagles, He had been their offensive coordinator, and that was the year that Justin Herbert put up all those amazing numbers in his rookie season, and they allowed him to walk out the door. And he had been with the Chargers for like nine years and two different stints. Morons. They'll have a good season every once in a while, but number five on the polar opposite of power rankings are the San Diego slash LA Chargers. All right, so now number four, we're shaking it up this week. We're going different. Number four are the Miami Dolphins in December. Ex- exclusively in December, excuse me. Exclusively in December. First three months, they build up that hope, and then they have that hope destroy. They just set a flamethrower to that hope in the final month of the season. And Red from Shawshank said it best. Hope is a dangerous thing. Hope can drive a man insane. And a little-known fact about that book, Red was a huge Dolphin fan. That's why he felt that way. That's why he went to prison. That's why he he killed a guy? Yeah, he killed a guy. It's Just as well, I don't have any hope left. You can count on certain things in December. Christmas, New Year's, Hanukkah, Toyotathon, and the Dolphins just spreading misery throughout the land. I mean, what a loser organization. If I had one thing to do, regrets, I have a few. No, I have one. It was rooting for this loser organization 40 years ago. Nothing has changed, and they will lose. Veto or not, they will lose on Sunday that the Jets making me absolutely sick. It'll make me rich, but absolutely sick. All right, moving on. Number three. We're going to do an abbreviated version today. Number three is the Washington Commanders. Yeah, they have not had a – oh, did I mention the Dolphins before? The, uh, yeah, number four, the Dolphins in December. There we go. All right, so now moving on to number three, the Washington Commanders. Yes, we have to do this in order. Otherwise, it becomes ridiculous. Not had a winning season since 2016. Have not won a playoff game in over a decade. But yet, somehow, they're raising ticket prices next year. Could you imagine? Could you imagine you're paying for this dreck year after year? And the, and this year, they started out 2-0. and What do they have, two wins since? Can never beat the Giants. God forbid they ever beat the Giants. It's so bad Aaron Rodgers can barely walk. He he had already – I'm going to come back and play against that team. (laughs) I'm going to come back and play against – if I'm going to play against anybody, it's going to be that team. And they're raising ticket prices next year. What a a racket. What a racket. So number three on the polar opposite of power rankings, the poop rankings are the number three Washington Commanders. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Uh, Number two, you still have the Patriots. Yeah, they're still there. You know, the Patriots have lost this year to two teams that have fired their head coach and their GM. Has that ever happened before? A team has lost to two teams that fired their coach and GM in season? This has been delicious to watch Patriot fans just absolutely disappear like they did. Patriot fans didn't exist before Brady and Belichick. They didn't exist. They weren't a thing. It was Red Sox fans. They were Red Sox fans. They were Celtics fans. They were Bruins fans. They weren't Patriots fans. They're all frauds. So number two, the New England Patriots. And then finally, number one would be, again, I don't see any way that this team is going to ever get knocked off. The Carolina Panthers. Yeah, the, the tickets to, if I asked you, have you heard this story? Tickets this week, the Panthers play the Falcons. What do you think tickets are going for in the secondary market? 10 bucks, 12 bucks, 15 bucks, 20 bucks, 5 bucks? How about 45 cents? 45 cents. For less than a dollar, you can attend Panthers and Falcons, and they're like Lou Brown when they asked him to manage the Indians in Major League. How'd you like to manage the Indians this year? I don't know. How'd you like to attend Panthers-Falcons? I don't know. $0.45, $0.45, cents. and yes, good seats still available. And by the way, when we get to the hiring cycle, this will also be the worst spot. Not, not necessarily if you want to get paid. If you want to get paid as a head coach, Carolina, good place to go. You'll get paid for five years. You'll probably work for a year and a half. But if you want success, the Panthers are, in a word, screwed. There's no chance of success there anytime soon, and that owner, if we're talking about worst owners, uh, he's going to have to be on the list. So there you go. Number one for whatever, how many weeks we've done this, six, seven, eight, whatever. We can do it to infinity. Number one, your Carolina Panthers.
0: Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. A hungry damer is never full.
1: At this stage of my life, eating is like 90% of my
0: joy. Where he answers the unanswerable. Gotta do something with my hands, I gotta get busy. No algorithm can defeat the GD. Just take it right in the face. Right in the face, don't worry about it. These are Gordon Damer's leftovers.
1: Oh yes, it is, the leftovers. Have we reached the leftovers already Remember when you were a kid and you'd, you'd, you'd ride in the back of the car and your family was going on some trip and then all of a sudden it was like, oh wow, look at that, we're here already. Because you did nothing, you just got to have a relax and that's kind of how I feel like with The Leftovers. I can't believe we're here at The Leftovers already. It is the Gordon Dammer Show. It is 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. Harvey, Joe, um, I would just say to you, both of you guys, unmarried, in case the audience does not know, when it does, be, if it does become that time later in your life and you you've got a a wife who you, you your job is to kind of keep happy and it becomes the holiday season this is a very specific reference so maybe it will not apply but if you get to the holidays and you're buying your your wife a gift and you're buying it from a place that she usually goes but you're buying it for her for the holidays if she ever asks you hey did you sign up for the discount? Did you Did you get the uh, the special free shipping? Automatically, just say yes. Don't say what are you talking? About? Don't Don't make it out like you don't. No, of course, of course, sweetie, of course. Just from experience. Just listen to me. Remember, whenever that day comes, Gordon tried to advise me. And hopefully you, you take my advice. And it's instinct. You can't hesitate. He who hesitates is lost. You don't want to be, uh, yeah, I think so. No, you don't think so. You know.
2: Feels like you're best, yelling from a well. Don't the, do this. Don't step the, in this the well. The best
1: answer is always, of course. Who are we talking about here? Of course I did. All right, guys. What do you got today?
2: I got one that's semi-sports related. All right. Have you seen the Tom Brady Expos rookie card commercial?
1: Ah, did I see that? I think I did see it on TikTok somewhere. I saw it. I didn't pay attention. I'm I'm so done. I, I, I thought I could get to stop paying attention to Tom Brady once he retired.
2: I thought so, too. And then this happened. And one, it's historically inaccurate because Larry Walker left the Expos organization to go to Colorado before Brady was even drafted. And two, the Giants and the Expos played in the National League. So that you couldn't have lost two World Series to the Giants. So, I understand what they were trying to do. It's yeah. a little bit clever, but you just just—they're trying too hard. It's clearly a money grab. And really, who's paying like ten grand for a Tom Brady Expo's rookie card?
1: Oh, look! Never overestimate the stupidity of sports fans. Uh, we, we prove ourselves, and I'm in, the, I'm in the same mix. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to tell you I'm above it or anything like that. We are complete clowns. We'll fall for anything. We'll pay for anything. I mean, I gave you the thing in the poop rank. He's the Washington commander raising ticket price. You think they're not going to get it? Of course they will. The team's been, oh, God, they've been an embarrassment, been a punchline
2: for 20 years. This would be like getting a John, a John Elway Yankee card. Like- I think I actually have a John <laughs> Tops had uh, John
1: Elway cards at one point. I have one somewhere. I don't know if it's in the bathroom. I have my man cave bathroom decorated with old baseball cards. There might be one up there. I'm pretty sure I have one somewhere. I just don't know where. So, perfect example. I'm just as guilty as anyone else.
3: Harvey, what do you got, pal? I would like, just go based off the calls today and your apology, it seems like Giants fans are more united and what they want for the rest of the season, which is just ride the Tommy DeVito wave. Uh-huh. Just go out there, have your fun, enjoy what we're watching, and just go at it.
1: Right. You're but like, You're like seven-year-olds. Ah, I just want to sit and enjoy the game. I just, I don't care about where the organization is. That's fine. You should enjoy the game. And I, I love the Tommy DeVito story. I'm not trying to take away from what he's done. It's been amazing. And it it's a great story. The family seems incredible. The whole thing is fantastic. It's getting a little overkill, but it's great. for his point of view, it's great
3: take the jets plus eight and a half anyways but the jets it just seems like jets fans don't know what they really want it's either they want zach wilson to stay next year Mm -hmm. or they want him gone and there's like there's either no in between and we've heard some phone calls today of, of wanting essentially wanting zach wilson back as at least a backup for next year so what you're saying to us is you want to run the whole thing back and pray that it works this time
1: remind me next saturday we are going to do a fresh round of receipts because the Jets are going to win on Sunday, and I don't know if Zach Wilson will play well. You know, we heard from from Ira earlier that the weather's really bad, so I don't know what. We're swimming in the monsoon. He says, "Yeah, we are doing a fresh round of receipts, and we are going to book, and it's going to be Zach Wilson focused. Do you want him back? Should he stay here? Should the Jets trade him? What? And we're going to lock people in so they can't get to spin later. Oh." I wanted him to go. I'm I so sick. How could they bring him back? No, no. We're going to lock people in next week, next Saturday, with a fresh round of receipts. And trust me, the old receipts that a lot of you made before the season, they're going to come back around. We're going to do a poop rankings fairly soon with the five worst receipts from the NFL season. And trust me, we got a lot more than five. We might, have, we might not be able to narrow it down to five. Let's put it that way. All right, let's squeeze in a couple more calls here before we hand things off to Anita. Uh, let's go to Richard is in Manhattan. Richard, go, my man.
5: Gordon? Yeah. Hi, Gordon. Gordon, uh, Zach Wilson, uh, yes. DeVito were both named plays of the week. Yes. Unbelievable thing. I got something more unbelievable that happened, in my opinion. This week in in New York sports, the New York Nets, Brooklyn Nets, and the New York Knicks Mm -hmm. both went to Phoenix with two supposed Hall of Famers, Booker and Durant, and include Beal as an all-star. Both those teams went into their stadium and beat them both. Both of them beat the Phoenix Suns. That is unbelievable. You think that's more incredible than than two Uh, backup quarterbacks being named players a week? I think so. I think so, too. And New York is such a melting pot. We're the only place in the world where we can have a Mormon quarterback on one one team and an Italian quarterback on the other team. I think it's fantastic. (laughs) And one other thing, Gordon. Tomorrow, we can't lose. Two weeks ago, who thought we'd be watching meaningful football? Now, tomorrow, three things can happen. Uh One out of the two teams can win. Both can lose, or both both can win. win. Now, but there's corollaries to that. Uh Even if if they both win and the quarterbacks both play lousy, but they both win, it's still great. We're going to be watching the following week. But if the team loses, one of them loses or both lose, and the quarterbacks play well, that will be further... Uh, uh, course to watch the following week because we want to see how these quarterbacks do if they play well net tomorrow. So there's a lot going on just by watching the Jets and Giants tomorrow. I've well, never see, remembered Richard, anything.
1: We're running out of time, so thanks for the phone call. Uh, the thing is, is we're going to be watching no matter what. We were watching the Giants when they were 2-8. and eight. We We're watching the Jets year after year. We're watching all these teams. so It doesn't matter what happens. They both win, they both lose. Any, any variation, we're still going to be watching. Jose and Brooklyn, go quickly, my friend.
4: Hey, good afternoon, Gordon. Shout out to the cap um, Company. And I just wanted to go out there and give a shout out to Monica McNutt. She's been awesome with the game. She kind of encapsulates what a lot of us Nick fans think while we're actually watching the game. And also give a big shout out to... to to Mr. Brunson, because that fifty-point night yesterday night, it was it was a superstar performance. And a lot of times we go in and we talk about other team superstars, and we don't realize that we don't see their flaws on a night in a night basis. So when we see Jalen Brunson go go off for fifty against Kevin Durant and Devin Booker, to me, that's a superstar making performance, and we need to actually go in there and equate him to to the to those star 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 players like a uh, Donovan. Mitchell who still had their shown to get out of the second round so that's you know my point and thank you for your time all right Jose
1: yeah thanks for the phone call yeah I mean Brunson was absolutely incredible last night and and, and when the Knicks needed it most it wasn't just like a random game no they needed that win it always feels with the Knicks things are kind of teetering and especially losing to, to Utah the way they did the way the defense is played here for a little stretch they needed a big time performance and Brunson certainly delivered last night